The following commentary does not necessarily reflect the views of the staff and management of WBCA or Boston Neighborhood Network. If you would like to express another opinion, you can address your comments to Boston Neighborhood Network, 3025 Washington Street, Boston, Massachusetts, 02119. To arrange a time for your own commentary, you can call WBCA at 617-708-3241, or you can email radio at bnntv.org. Good evening, Boston. I'm your host, Larry Larry Hingabottom. My name is show is Families Who Matter. Brought to you by what? Osiris Group. Well, you're listening to WBCA 102.9 FM. You're listening to WBCA 102.9 FM. Name of our program, From the Trenches, baby. Observation from the Trenches, from the Trenches, from the Trenches. Well, it's kind of cool up here in Boston, you know. No sunshine in the low 60s. Hope wherever you are, you're dry. And again, uh, my topic today is, again, I mean no offense to the Jewish community, but I just want to put a, put a different perspective out there in the atmosphere. So my topic today is the state of Israel should have never been created in Palestine. It's going to be my first half an hour. And my second half an hour, right, I want to speak to, to black Americans, Adolf. Our celebrities are not our solution. We put too much attention and, and have elevated them to the point where we are not preparing ourselves to do well out here in America. So my first half an hour, I want to just give my thoughts and my, my uh, perspective on the state of Israel should have, never been, should have never been created in Palestine. And again, I'm not against the Jewish community. I'm not for the Palestinian. But I'm just looking at this thing, and I'm saying to myself, how does this thing get started? How did it get started? Y'all can go to the beginning, okay? You figure, how, how, how did it get here? I'm 70, all right? The state of Israel was officially uh, coined in 1948. For the last 75 years, there's been what conflict. Supposedly, you know, what after what happened last Saturday, they said Israel at war, at war. But what I'm seeing, right, is like there's no other army that they are being contested by. So it's like the same old, you know, conflict. But anyway, let me just put this out in the atmosphere. When Britain decided to uh, create a homeland for the Jewish people, okay, not a bad idea. You would assume they had land that was not occupied. Not occupied. Okay. Since you didn't want them in Britain, okay. This, now, keep in mind, this was before World War II or, before the, or even before the Holocaust. The Holocaust, okay. So you don't, you don't want them in Britain. Okay, so you want to hey, create a, a homeland for them. Okay, right, I got you. And, and because you have colonized a lot of land, okay, well, you know, you figure that you want to get rid of them out of England, you want to take them somewhere. Very, very good. But think about this here, neighbor. You take them to Palestine. It's already populated. It got people there. Villages there. Okay? Homes, businesses, schools, mosques, the whole nine yards. Right? And so when you let these folks know that you're thinking about creating a homeland there, right, the Palestinians that you told you, they did not, they were not interested in what I call a two-state solution. I already told you. Even before you, even before you started bring folks there, you already knew that. Right? But white supremacy having a way of really clouding one's judgment and decision making. But you decided, right, because you a power at that time, right, that you were going to A do it anyway. You were going to A 
take all these people, start to, start, to, start to transport them to Palestine where people already inhabited the land, their land. And you're going you're gonna, to provide for them right, funding and weapons, right, to clear the land. Because let's face it now, there's no provision for the, for the Jewish community coming in. You got to take these folks' land. Got to kick them out of their villages, their towns, you know what I mean? And, you know, create something for yourself. So you go ahead and do that. Now think about that, neighbor, right? Just think about it. How likely is that going to be successful or peaceful? Peaceful, right? It's like somebody coming in your house, right? And dumping down, you know, folks who are homeless. Okay, we know that we need shelter, right? We're going to make sure we put them in your house. We're going to provide for them, right? Provision and also uh, arm them to get rid of you out of your own house. You're going to be fighting for as long as you're living. Because why? You have had something taken from you, your land, your home, okay? So you think about what the British did, right? They really set into into motion, I believe, right? Where we are today. And think about the Jewish, Jewish, Jewish community, right? Those who was transported to Palestine, you're not going to walk, you're not going to walk out vacant land with nobody there, you know? People are there. Villages, businesses, mosques, schools, the whole nine yards, okay, inhabited. So to me, that was not very prudent on their part. You gonna make a homeland for me out of out of land that's already preoccupied, already preoccupied. And Brittany know we're gonna support me and also arm me to get rid of you. How wise was that? And what gets me today in this whole uh dialogue back and forth, no one's ever say it was a bad idea from the get-go. They should have never placed this community in Palestine. Period. You just can't come, right, and drop down a people in somebody's land and think it's okay and not think you're not going to have conflict. So, yes, Jews deserve the right to, to, to exist, but what, they, but what they're saying, but not on our space, not on our land. So you can always have, right, a segment of the population, right, rebelling, pushing back. That's why you took what was rightfully theirs and Britain, because they were the powerhouse at the time, right? Provided if you arm you, allows you what really kill all these people in the early days, in the 30s, before World War II now. That's right. And so, but nobody ever said, how do we get here in the beginning? What happened here? How did this thing occur? How? And so, from that, you know, World War II came, okay? You know, Holocaust, Bad, bad. No, no, no doubt about that. I'm with you on that. So in 1948, right, they declare Israel state. And so America picks up where Britain left off. So for the last 75 plus years, America has been putting the tab and also arming these people. Well, they never wanted a two-state solution. Although many presidents have tried that two-state rhetoric, that the British was offering up in the 30s, they never wanted that. You are occupying our land. So to me, it meant you're always going to be in conflict. And why would America, if you had somebody with a little bit of prudency, pick up this here burden, knowing that these people was wrongfully placed there in the beginning. People are there now. Towns are there. Villages are there. Stores, mosques. You know, everything going on, right? Why would you get involved in that, America? Why would we do that? Why? 
It was wrong from the get-go. But I never hear folks speak about that. They shouldn't be there. They should have never been dropped off in those, ple- in those people's land, period. It's like what America did to, to, to Native American here, but the only thing here in America, they wiped mo- most of all of them out. They killed all of them by genocide. And what you see now is out in Oklahoma, right, on, a, on what, a reservation. Same thing. So how are you going to, A, in my humble opinion, right, but my belief, right, this thing is not solvable. You can't, you can't fix it here because, right, you cannot, right, extract the Jews from that land. Because now, think about it. In 75 years, right, they done build what? A temples. They done build movie theaters, uh, settlements, complexes, skyscrapers, schools, the whole nine yards. Okay? So now, they ain't going nowhere. And so, to add insult to injury, you got, you know, the Palestinian, right, what they call an open-air open air prison. You, because of oppression now, own and control everything that a, is put into their lifestyle. Well, that's going to, what, create contempt, pushback, and disdain. And, but I never hear folks say, this is not winnable. You know, there, there's no solution here. Because why? The Jewish community is not going anywhere. Because the British, Britain should have never dropped them folks off in Palestine. And what you see now, under, under, under the cover of, you know, Hamas and, and, you know, terrorists, it's just genocide. That's all it is. Pure genocide. Do you see an army out there contesting? All right. Our uh, airplanes, those are our airplanes. Those are our jets. Those are our missiles. Those are our tanks. Those are our machine guns. Those are our ammunition. Do you see anybody contesting Israel? I don't. That's genocide. Under what? The banner of what? Terrorism and Hamas. Come on now. It's going to always be pushback on this situation because Britain should have never dropped the Jewish community off on these people's land, period, period. And as long as I have been on this earth for 70 years, since this here conflict being coming to the fore, they always use the reason why we are going into, you know, their territory, blowing them up with our tanks and whatever because of what? Terrorism. Terrorism, terrorism, terrorism. But the truth of the matter is, right, you are going to always get pushed back because why? You took these folks' land by force with the aid of Britain, now America. So you calling them terrorists, right? They're calling us. They call, we call them terrorists, right? We say they're, you know, Hamas terrorists, you know, sponsored by, uh, you know, Iran, whomever, right? But they call us terrorists. They said we're a sponsor of terrorism. Because why? We're sponsoring Israel, right? And she's very, very, very oppressive towards them. So how are you going to win that when both sides are saying that the other one is a boogeyman? You can't win that. And to add insult to injury, as an American, for 75 years since America, right, decided to replace the uh, England as the, uh, this group protector, we have spent $260 billion. That's right. $260 billion we have spent as aid towards Israel. Arms, you name it. Okay, fine. She's the number one recipient of aid from us American taxpayers. That's right. $260 billion. Look for yourself. You go to any platform to say, okay, how much does America fund Israel? 
$260 billion as of October 10th. 13, I believe, 2023. $260 billion. So we got to step in a quagmire that we can't get out of. Because why? We never should have been there. We never, never should have been there. We never should have got involved in that because why? It was wrong from the Gideon. It was wrong for, 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 for Britain to bring this community from the Gideon. It was wrong for the, for the Jewish community, right? Knowing that those folks already there to even go along this so-called resettlement program. That's somebody else's home already. Somebody's there. You can't win that. You're going to always have when folks say, well, she has the right to defend herself. You know why? Because why? There's people who's always looking like to hurt, push back to why. You took their land. You're on their space. You're going to always have folks attacking you. You use what I call guerrilla warfare. Because why? They don't have no army to approach you. You've been trained by one of the best legal killing, killing machine in the world, United States Armed Forces, with the most ultimate in weaponry. Weaponry, weaponry we got weapon by none. And we trained them. We trained them how to fight the plane, you know, how to maneuver the, the, the tanks, the guns, everything. So you've been, they've been trained by one of the, the most lethal fighting machine in the world, United States Armed Forces. What chance does Palestine have, have against that? None. None. Period. None. You know? So the cover is terrorists, Hamas. It's always going to be some terrorists or some French group. Why they were going there bombing these people to death. You're not going to win this here, America. There's no solution here. There's no solution. There's no way out of here. Because these people, right, feel that they have been robbed wrongfully by the Jewish community with the aid of now America, started out with Britain. And it's been 75 years since we took over as a protector. So in a way, you think about it, we got Israel up by our backside and we can't extract it. We cannot extract it. And another thing, too, I think I find very, very, very peculiar. In Washington, D.C., all right, at the White House, there's 535 members up there, 535 members. A hundred of those members are United States senators, senators. 435 are Congress people. None of them ever vote anything negative against Israel. Whatever she wants, she gets. So, again, she's never corrected. Never corrected. President Biden is over there in, in, in Israel. I don't know what for, but he's over there, all right? So when he was a senator, he never once voted against voted against Israel. None of them do. None of them. So here you got, right, our, so, our so-called politician, right, they're like a blank check for this, this country. And not begrudging uh, Israel or the Jewish people, Israel has nothing to do with our safety, our national security, nothing. Period. Nothing. It's called like it is. And so while our politician always give a thumbs up, it's really beyond me. Beyond me, but I think I know why. This group has a very powerful lobby. If you want to see your career ended, right, you vote or say anything negative, negative about Israel and see if you're not, right, cut down, cut down by the knees. Cut down by the knees. And what you see out there now with the corporate-owned media, right, 
And it's horrible to see women and children, children murdered, but they've been murdering these folks since 1930. The Palestinian people have been being murdered, women and children, so they started cleansing that land to take over. But you never see the outcry or contempt, right, or disdain for when Palestinian women and kids are slaughtered. So what they like to say, when you look at corporate media, they want you to place a, place, to place a practice to place a price on whose life is worth more, whose children' life is worth more, whose women' life are worth more. Come on now, come on now. But you never get the same kind of outrage or contempt when our missiles and our bombs shoot into these folks, you know, homes, businesses, right? Killing innocent women and children. Let's be honest, right? That's what they're doing now. You don't see the same contempt and outrage there. All you see, we got we, 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 we to find a peaceful solution here. We got to pray for peace. But when the other shoes on, on, shoes on the other foot and some terrorist group strikes out, and hurt the, the, the Israelis, the Jews, all of a sudden now, we got to go in and teach them a lesson. What you see now on television right now is pure genocide. That's all it is. Under the cover of, what? Terrorists and Hamas. But you own these people's land. That's why they fighting with you. That ain't going nowhere. That's why I would say to anybody, I, I don't see, there's no, there's no peace here. You can't have no peace here. And Israel's not going nowhere. They're going to always be attacked by some group or whatever. Because why? You, you got our stuff. You on our land. You are on our homeland. And Britain should have never, ever, ever took this group and put them in Palestine. Just saying, it, just, it ain't going to work. Never have, never will. And so <clears throat> you got the, the Israelis always on what? Red alert. For somewhat sneak attack. Because why? You took these folks' land by force. The two-state solution they never wanted. You tried to shove it down their throat, but the back end of Britain, now America, they ain't going for it. That, that is, it is what it is. And so, in my humble opinion, America should have never been over in the first place. We should never got like, we should have never got bogged down in that mess. You're going to come and take people's land, right? And they want them to accept that. But again, when you think you are superior, that everything you do is going to turn out okay, you do stupid stuff that fallen generations got to pay for. Got to pay for. $260 billion we've spent so far on an ally, in my humble opinion, just bring nothing to us. I mean, our security is not dependent on, like, Israel. To be honest about it, you know, they get no oil. I mean, come on now. As a matter of fact, we're arming them to the T. And Israel don't need America's support to, to defeat Hamas or anybody else. She got enough firepower from, from us over 600 tanks and God knows how much ammunition, jets, fighters, stealth bombers. She even got the bomb. Think about that. She even got the bomb. We even gave him the bomb. So is there any one of the folks see us as what? A sponsor of terrorism. And not to mention the despicable uh, condition these folks are living in. 
Come on now. It's time for America, I believe, right, to stay in its own square, mind its own business, and stay out of other folks' business. If folks want to be coming to communism, let them be that. Do you believe in socialism? Let them be that. All right? We can, we can trade. We can do business with you. Okay. You know? You don't want gays and lesbians in, in your country? That, that's on you. We need to mind our own business, stay on our own square, and stop trying, right, to micromanage the world on our belief system. It ain't working. That's why we're held in contempt by many around the world. We only we never buy business but our own. And we do well to extract ourselves from this whole Middle Middle East situation. You ain't winning that. There's no peaceful solution. There's no peaceful solution here because why? Britain should have never brought me there. That's the crux of the problem. You should have never brought me there. And now Israel done developed that land, got hotels, you know, resorts, you know, schools, you know, theaters, places of businesses. You know, on other folks' land, that's true. You know, they ain't going nowhere. So you tell me, how are you going to how, how are you going to resolve it peacefully? You can't. You can't. You can't. You can't. We have went the wrong way, and it's funny to me sometimes. Not funny, it's pathetic, really. What seemed just so illogical seemed logical to white people. Those those in power. Oh yeah, no problem. We gonna drop them in Palestine. No problem. We're going to drop them right there. Mm-hmm. That's what we going to do. And then America, yeah, you know, they are our allies. We got to make sure they can defend themselves. They're going to always be defending themselves. Because why? You on other folks' land. You took their stuff by force. And the solution that you offered, they didn't want that. So, again, you're not going to resolve that. Come on now. Come on. It's amazing to me how my country, America, the white leadership, always go down the wrong road. Always go down the wrong road. And then people after each generation now got to pay for it. Got to pay for it. Because why? You thought that you're God or you always got the answer. There's no answer here, people. There's no answer here, baby, because the truth of the matter Britain should have never, they took him there. The Jewish community, realizing somebody somebody was there, should have never opted to stay there, because why? It's going to be conflict. It's been conflicts in the 1930s. Been conflict ever since then. And America should have never picked up the tab to be her savior. Bad move. Because now she's up your backside and you can't extract her. Because why? We stand with Israel. Well, when Biden said that, he's other politician, right? You don't speak for me. No, no, no. I don't believe in giving nobody a blank check. No country should have a blank a blank check on us. No country. No country. Should, have, should, should we give a blank a blank check where you can't correct them? You can't forcefully tell them, no, you're out of order. You're out of order. If you do, also now, you'll be demonized as anti-Semitic or anti-Israel. No, you're out of order. You're out of order. So, no, I don't believe that none of us in this country should give any country a blank check. And everybody here can be corrected, including America. You got order, baby. And must I say, you ain't fixing this here. There'll be no peaceful settlement. If peace ended today, right today, a truth, the, the same problem remains. Israel is on these people's land. They ain't a lot of the problem. There's a lot of the problem. 
They only spoke land, and it got them what and what and you might as well say like a chokehold. They control all their life blood, what energy, water, food, commerce, everything. Now you know darn well, ain't nobody gonna take that. You know that. Come on, white folks. Come on, black folks. Come on, come on, America. Come on, let's be for real. So we're in what I call a no-win situation. We have for the last 75 years. We done spent $260 billion, $260 billion, $260 billion. And you got the nerve to, 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 to deny Adel's American black reparation. Come on now. Native Americans right now, the land you took by force, by genocide, they are in the federal budget every year for billion dollars. Native Americans in the budget. Because why you took their land by force. You even got an apartment that deal with what? Indian affairs. Their budget's worth billions. But not one cent for the folks who provide the wealth, right? That, that created the wealth that America now stands on. You're not going to win this here, people. You're not going to win this here. I might be wrong, but I darn sure doubt it. After 75 years, it ain't getting no better. And they can hide behind, you know, terrorism, you know, Hamas, right? This is genocide. And corporate media, right, that they own. Because why? They want you to think and feel a certain way why this genocide's coming on. That's all they're doing. It's killing these people. Because why? They shouldn't have been there. They never should have been dropped off there from the Gideon. They're in lots of problems. That's what nobody wants to talk about. Nobody can fix that. You can't change that reality. And the solution that you're offering, the Palestinians don't want it. Think about that. They did not want it in the, in the 1930s when the Britain first offered to them. Well, you know, Zoom, I got a solution here. We can create a two-state solution. We don't want it. Income America. Well, we can do a two-state solution. We don't want it. Well, you got nothing, you got, you, you got nothing that's in your trick bag other than what? Blatant force. That's all you got. Force. Because why? You're the most lethal killing machine in the world. American, American military, you now change a train that you that you to be the same way. We ain't winning this here. But anyway, I'm your host, Larry Higginbottom. Name is Show, Famous Do Matter, brought to you by the Cyrus Group. And name is program called From the Trenches, baby. From the Trenches, Observation from the Trenches, Observation from the Trenches. Just speaking about the state of Israel should have never been created in Palestine. It's my belief. Come to your own conclusion. We're not winning this here. And the second half of I'm, I'm going to talk about why Ados, the American-born blacks, our celebrities are not our solution. We need to get out of uh, out of Will and David Pinker's life. Get out of folks' life. Most of our folks, right, are bottom cast. We spend our time worried about ourselves. I'll speak about that the next half hour. But we need to really, really, really refocus our energy on ourselves, about self-development, and let our celebrities live their life. Because why? None make policies, so they can't benefit us. None of them. Not a one. But as far as the thing over there, you know, in Palestine, hey, it's a done deal, baby. You ain't winning that. Because why? Britain should have never brought them there. And what you see right now is genocide. And corporate sponsored media, all they're doing, you know, is painting the picture why, you know, we, we're not against the Palestinians. We're against, it's Hamas. It's terrorism. Just a cover, baby. Just a cover for genocide. Because why? Because all it make it seem like we are wholesome, God-fearing, you know, people. 
We don't do what like the other ones do. <laughs> Come on now. Let's be let's get for real. Let's be for real now. Okay? So what you're saying now is straight up genocide. Straight up genocide. Like they say, these folks are living with a car an open air prison. Apartheid, worse than that. So what would you do if it was you? What would you do? You're gonna do what you gotta do. Just strike back. Because why? You got nothing to lose. You done took it in, took it all. You got no movement, no nothing. So you'd be what? Fighting back too. That's why she's gonna always be in a, in a, in a somewhat defensive posture. Because why? You own these people's territories. It's their land. It's their land. So you're gonna always be attacked by some French element, you know, or even the Palestinian. Because you shouldn't be there. But there's nowhere to put you. After 75 years, right, you ain't leaving. And so you're going to always have somebody, some group, some some fraction, some fraction always a, looking to do you harm. And in the end, we'd be watching on the news as you go through there and destroy, you know, these people's homes, buildings, whatever, you know. It's, it's a no-win situation. After 75 years, if they could solve it, if the so-called elite white could solve it, they would have solved it by now. They can't, they can't solve it. So again, I'm your host, Larry Hickenbottom. You're listening to WBCA 102.9. Again, WBCA 102.9 FM. Name of the show from the trenches, observation from the trenches. I'm going to take a break, and I shall be back, and we're going to talk about part two. Why we, A, those American boy blacks, need to, A, leave our celebrities alone. They can't do nothing for us. We give them too much attention, too much clout. I'll be right back. People won't give you the real talk on drugs, but it's time we know the facts. Fentanyl is killing people. It's a powerful opioid, often made illegally and commonly mixed with illicit drugs. It can even be pressed into counterfeit pills that resemble prescription medications. Just two milligrams, about the size of a few grains of sand, can potentially be lethal. This isn't an ad to scare you, but it is an ad to make you think twice. Get the facts. Go to realdealonfentanyl.com. This message is brought to you by the Ad Council. It's time for today's STEM tip. Okay, you know recycling is important. No one wants plastic in the ocean. Here's a cool way to repurpose a plastic bottle. Build an awesome terrarium. Cut a large plastic bottle in half and fill the base with sand, pebbles, potting soil, and your favorite plant. I chose an African violet. Put the top of the bottle over your base and place it in the sun. Your plant will grow sealed in its own ecosystem. Fun, right? Learn more at She Can STEM. A message from the Ad Council. If you are struggling to afford internet service for your household, there is a new government program that may be able to help. It's called the Affordable Connectivity Program, and it provides up to a $30 monthly discount to qualifying households. Find more information about the program, including if you qualify and how to enroll at FCC.gov ACP or call toll free at 877-384-2575. That's 877-384-2575. Hey, Dad, how do airplanes fly? What's in this box? Is this tree good for climbing? How are babies made? What does this thing do? Kids are curious about everything, including guns. Talking to them about gun safety in your home is a good first step, but you can do more. 
Always keep your guns locked, unloaded, and stored separately from ammunition. Safe gun storage saves lives. Learn how to make your home safer at nfamilyfire.org. That's nfamilyfire.org. Brought to you by N Family Fire, Brady and the Ad Council. 이거는 내 버스탄 억양이에요. You hear that? This is my Boston accent. This is my Boston accent. Yeah, it is. This is our Boston accent. Hear it for yourself, discover your own. This is Boston, and we are all inclusive. I'm back, Boston. Again, I'm your host, Larry Higginbottom. Name is Show from the Trenches, Observation of the Trenches. You're listening to WBCA 102.9 FM. Again, WBCA 102.9 FM. We're going to switch gears here the second half hour. I want to speak to my community, American Blowing Backs, Ados, as I identify as, American Center Slave. We need to take our attention off our celebrities. Ados, our celebrities are not our solution. They are not our solution. We spend too much time in these folks' bedroom, bathroom, parlor room, you name it. We know, we know more about them than we know about ourselves. Our kids can recite their lyrics to their rap songs, their music, knowing their stats on their, on their favorite athlete, but, but, but can't do their timetables, can't retain their homework, but they know about their celebrities. Because in the last 30, 40 years, we have been sold this illusion and deception that we're doing well, because you have all these folks out here, you know, making it rain, you know, riding on yachts and things, you know, driving big cars, the whole nine yards. And so we got folks chasing what I call fool's gold, fool's gold, meaning that most of our young folks are pursuing something they will never, ever, ever achieve as occupation. In fact, 99.9% of them will never, ever make a dollar as an entertainer or an athlete. But we're so busy following our, our celebrities that we're not focused on our own life. It's one thing that you have in common with American born black uh, celebrities, be they rappers, R&B singers, or athletes. They started out like you, black and poor, black and broke. They chose entertainment out of, as a way out of the hood. It's just simple. They chose being athletic, athlete as a way out the hood. Most of them, most of us, which all of us, come out of homes where there's no wealth and there's no inheritance. We had zero wealth. So when you started out, you started with zero. <clears throat> so they have chosen entertainment as a way of trying to make their life better. And so in the last 30, 40 years, we have been given just a just a, uh, an overdose <clears throat> on our entertainers. And so when they speak, it's like God speaking. It's like they are what I call the moral compass for us. No, they're just people who happen to be lucky to be singers, just getting paid well, or rappers, or athletes. That's not going to work for the majority of us. And in fact, how many entertainers do you know have 100 black folks on the payroll where they got meaningful job where now they're middle class, <clears throat> can live where they want to live, send their kids to the school of their choice, and be comfortable? How many? How many of our entertainers, you know, 
has a thousand black folks on the payroll, meaningful jobs, that they they're not middle class, they can live where they want to live, so their kids of their choice and do well. How many? Not many. <clears throat> so again, and not begrudging these these, these individuals. Kudos, kudos for them. Good for them <clears throat> that they're doing well. You know, congratulations, fantastic. But it's not gonna do nothing for the majority of us. And we spend too much time worrying about Will and Jada. They're going to be fine. Hey, kudos to Will and Jada. They're going to be fine. Okay? <clears throat> Chris Rock, he's going to be fine. You know? They're going to they're gonna, they're gonna do well. But how are you living? How are you living? You know? Can you live life on your term? You and your children? Can you? <clears throat> Excuse me. Are you living in a town of your choice? Do you, do you, can, you, can you send your kids to school of your choice? You know, are your needs more than met? That's the question. And so, again, I really caution us as a people, as a community. <clears throat> We're spending far too much time in the bedroom of our celebrity. We know more about them than you probably know about yourself. And what's really intriguing is that it does nothing for you or I. Why, Larry? They don't make laws. <clears throat> they can't make not one law that's going to benefit the, the, the collective. Not one law. We as a community was hurt by racial laws. That's why we are a bottom cast. For 350 years, we created wealth, but we could not benefit from our wealth. Hear me now. 350 years. We created wealth, but we could not benefit from our wealth. You start off on what called a severe disadvantage. Severe disadvantage. So you ain't got time to be worrying about what our celebrities do. They're there for one reason, to entertain you. Entertain you. But after you leave the show, your life doesn't change. Your condition does not change. Because why? You have not done anything right to move the needle. So if you don't have the kind of skill set that pays you above average, I'm not going to do well out here. And for the life of me, I don't know why so many of our people are just inundated with celebrity lifestyle. As though it's doing something for you and I. It's not. And I'm not begrudging any of those folks who are fortunate enough and blessed enough to be earning a living doing that. Kudos for you. Kudos for you. But it does nothing for us. You know, folks, folks brag about, okay, Michael Jackson. I mean, no, Michael Jordan now, billionaire, three billion and well. Great for Michael Jordan. But how many jobs, right, did Nike create in the hood to hire black people to build sneakers? That's a question. How many? How many jobs, right, did Nike create during that run when, when Jordan was supreme that benefited the, the collective? Not many. That I know of. Okay? Michael Jackson, king of pop, no doubt about it. Fantastic, fantastic entertainer. I take nothing from him or Jordan. But he nor Jordan passed policy to help us. They did it entertain. They did a great job doing that. But we are fed this diet, this constant diet of our celebrity. It's though it's going to a, make your life better, my life better. I'm not here because of how they are faring. I'm here because I had to go up to upgrade my skill. I had to go up upgrade skill, get those skills, get in the marketplace, refine my skill, make connections. They did nothing to help me. 
But again, our young people and too many adults, right, know everything about our celebrities. As though they put a chicken in your pot, allow you to live where you want to live. So you'll skip your kid to school of your choice, <clears throat> paying your bill. They're not. So I'm just here talking as a mental health provider out, out, in the, out here in the trenches every day with our family, get to see firsthand how our families are faring, all right, live and in color, okay? We have been really sold a bad bill of good by a, putting so much attention on our celebrities. Kudos for them. Great for them. You know? Hey, I got a problem with that. You know? They don't make laws, people. They don't make no policies. They're going to affect your life and mine. Therein lies the problem. They don't make policies or laws. So if you don't understand, the life you get is the life you're going to create. If you're not creating anything by acquiring those good skills, are going to pay you very well. You can live life on your turn. What I mean by that? Do what you want to do when you want to do it. You ain't worried about paying the bills no more. You know, you can even, you can even uh, start stacking money where you might want to start your own business. You know, stuff like that. If you don't do that there, if you're not doing things like that, you, you're not going to do well. And just because they give, you know, a few dollars back, a few scholarships, good, okay, good. Or they might do, you know, a turkey drive or a book bag, uh, you know, a book bag, a book bag drive for school, return to school. But, you know, again, those things don't 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 do nothing, don't do nothing for you. If I'm giving you a turkey because you can't feed you, you can't feed yourself. If I'm providing you a book bag because you can't buy your own kid a book bag. Come on now. So, yes, it's a nice gesture, but you still are stuck with on the bottom. <clears throat> on the bottom. Yeah, it's nice they might give a few kids scholarship to college. Okay. You'd probably be better off making sure his parents had a well-paying job where he or she could a, be up in the middle class, living well, living where they wanted to. They could buy their own kid book bag, get their own turkey, help pay for, help pay for their own kid going to college. We're looking at this thing through the wrong lens. We put too much energy and too much attention into our celebrities, and especially our kids. They're not going to attest to being out here with them every day. I ask them to read for me, do math for me. But they can sure recite for you the lyrics of Jay-Z or 50 Cent or Eminem. They know that, berate them. But they don't know the ABCs or don't know the timetables or have not retained the lesson that they are now covering. Because why? What you put your time in, you excel at. And too often, these kids are not putting their time into what? Academics. Because why? It's not what they're being, being fed or, or shown. You know? You walk, you walk down the street on the bus, on the T, or you hear what? Kids rapping. Rapping, 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 rapping. And the truth of the matter, 99.9% of them will never make a dollar being a rapper. Come on now. So why are we allowing our young folks, even our, our adults, to pursue or be entertained or, or amused by something that won't make their life better? Won't make their life better at all. One of my nephews, right, talking to him, a friend of his drive for the T. He's 40 plus years old, 40 plus. He's still trying to be a rapper. Think about it. He's 40 plus. Right? 
He's trying to be a rapper. Well, I told him, don't leave it, don't leave a day job, son. Don't leave a day job, okay? Come on now. Come on. So too often, many of us, right, are hurting ourselves. We take what these folks say as the gospel too often. And they just entertain us, good people as they might be. But they don't have a, 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 a monopoly on morals or principles or ethics or integrity. They're there to entertain you, to take you off your life, focus for, for a moment. You know, you can uh, detach from reality for a moment, be it a ball game or concert, right? But once that event is over, right, it's back to reality, baby. If you was just getting by before, you just getting by now. If you weren't making it before, you're not making it now. After that event is over, right, you're back where you started from. Because why? You have not done anything to elevate yourself or position yourself where you could do better. And I say to you, I believe we, we, have, we have been deliberately fed this here nonsense because it keeps us as a collective body from viewing where we are in America and trying to do something about it. Namely, fighting for a new deal for us. Because if you don't know, let me tell you now, civil rights movement, the civil rights movement failed. The civil rights movement failed to achieve Dr. King's goal, which was for us to be treated as full-fledged citizens with all the perks and benefit of whiteness. That included not just the right to vote, but due process on the law. Due process on the law, right? Good housing, good jobs, able to get city contract, private contract, state contract, okay? Good health. Everything that comprises that, that comprises being a citizen, what he was fighting for, what he was, what he was murdered for. It, it was not just if you get the right, the right to vote. Vote, don't put no chicken in my pot. Don't let me live where I live, drive what I drive. Have life on my term. Vote, don't do that. Don't do that. It won't, it won't do it for me. It won't do it for you. If you don't have essential high, high income skills out here, if you don't have or possess essential high, high income skills out here, you're not going to do well. And $20 is now the new minimum wage. Is anybody listening to me? $20 is now the new minimum wage. And for us, we're all just here illegal, 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 illegal around here. They don't need, they don't need you for cheap labor. You are not, we are no longer needed but cheap labor or interlevel labor or interlevel labor. Then we're not needed. So what you gonna do? What you gonna do? I contend it's time for many to really get serious about themselves, look at where they are in life, and decide I'm gonna make some changes here. I had to do the same thing 30 years ago. I had to look at myself and be real, so okay. For me to do better, I must, I must upgrade my skills. I must do that. So, so are you. But being in love with, your, with, with the entertainers, you know, knowing about their lifestyle, what they do, where they go, what they drive, you know, ain't going to do nothing for you. It's going to do nothing for your children that I'm seeing right now. We need to refocus and look at ourselves, how we are in America. We're on the bottom. We are a bottom cast group. We're on the bottom. Don't be fooled by our entertainers or our athletes. What you see on ESPN, you know, our deal with the news, right? They're a small, small, small percentage of, of us. The bulk of our people, either working class, working poor, or poor. That's what it is. And 
So if you don't want to be one of them, you don't want to be one of them, right? You have to decide that you're going to make some changes, as I did. You're going to always help poor people. That, that's, that's a fact. But you got to decide if you want to remain one of them. Hear me now. You're going to always have poor people in America. But you must decide if you want to remain one of them. And if you don't, you need to get out of the bedrooms, living rooms, bathroom of our celebrities and put your time into developing you, your skills. And be honest with yourself, as I did three years ago, I was honest with myself about where I was in life. If I wanted a better thing for my wife and my daughter, I had to go out there and upgrade my skills. And so were you. You ain't getting around that neighbor. You're not getting around that fact. And knowing all the latest stats about, you know, three-point shots, what the batting average is, right? It don't put no chicken in your pot. It don't put no chicken in your pot. Saying who's the GOAT, Michael Jordan, you know, or LeBron. Huh? They're going to do well. They are doing well. You know, I got no problem. Either. I got no problem none of those guys, you know? But you're not. So debating who's the GOAT, huh? whoop it do. Whoop it, whoop it do. Whoop it, whoop it do. I'm not doing it for you. I ain't doing it for you. So again, we need to stop elevating our celebrities to godlike status. They did to entertain, they do a good job, and I commend it for that. But at the end of the day, right, the life you get, the life you got to create. If you ain't creating, you ain't getting, baby. Just that simple, just that simple. If you ain't creating, you ain't getting. Well, I'm coming to the end of my program for this Wednesday. Again, I'm here to offend nobody. Just put a different perspective out in the atmosphere. Put a different perspective out in the atmosphere. I'm here every Wednesday from 6 to 7 o'clock. Speaking on what I see. Speaking from the churches, baby, from the churches. And we need to stop putting all our time and energy into our celebrities. Because they, they ain't doing nothing for you. Never have, never will. Give them props for what they do good at. They're entertainers. They're good at, they're, they're good at that, you know. But their word... Ain't law. It ain't gospel. And many have flaws, just like you and I. So standards should not be set on what they say. You know, just my belief. As I come to an end, I want you to know I'll be here next Wednesday. You know, bring some more observation. Again, I'm your, I'm your host, Larry, Larry Higginbottom. Name of the show, Family Dude Matter. Excuse me. Brought to you by, brought to you by Family Dude Matter. Name of the show is called From the Trenches, baby. Observation from the Trenches. Observation from the Trenches. I speak about what I see out here in our community and why we need to have a different viewpoint, a different focus. And one of those focus needs to be off of the life of our celebrities. Get out of their bedroom. Will and Jada are going to be okay. Trust me. Will and Jada Pink are going to be okay. They're going to be okay. So will Chris Rock. But will you? That's the question. But will you? And if you're not where you are, if you're not where you want to be in life, take an inventory. What must I do to change my condition? What must I rid myself of to make life better for me and my family? And then go about making those changes as I, as I had to do 30 years ago. You'd be so much blessed that you did that. I know I am. I'm quite happy. But otherwise, if you don't, right, you're going to struggle. You're going to struggle. And there's no getting around that now. Because like I said before, in America, $20 is now the new minimum wage. You can't do much with it because, well, I can do nothing with it. 
And so if you don't start to really rethink where you are in life, but you must take a, take, a, take a different position to better yourself, to do better, well, no one's coming to save you. No one's coming to make life better for you because they didn't come for me. That's about the best I can tell you. The best thing you got going for you, one of the best things we got going in America is labor. Everything's involved, involved labor, everything. If your labor is highly needed, right, you'll be highly compensated. If not, you won't. You'll struggle. So you need to be about acquiring high-income skills where you can do better. There's no getting around that. Because you're, no you're no longer needed for cheap labor anymore. That's over. Stick a fork in me. Done. So, well, I hope you've enjoyed my conversation. Here to offend no one. Just my belief. You may share. You might. You might not share. But it's okay. Just put a different spin in the atmosphere. You know. And I think we need to just come to the realization that America's at, America's at a, at, a, at, a, at, a, at a crossroad right now. How well you going to do is going to depend on your labor. How well your labors are demanded, who needs it, etc., will determine how well you do. If your labors are shoddy or so suspect, so will you. But anyway, until next next Wednesday, I'll be at six o'clock. I'm your host, Larry Higginbottom. You're listening to from the trenches, baby. Observation from the trenches. This is WBCA 102.9 FM. Again, WCBA 102.9 FM. Until next Wednesday. God bless. The preceding commentary does not reflect the views of the staff and management of WBCA or the Boston Neighborhood Network. If you would like to express another opinion, you can address your comments to the Boston Neighborhood Network at 3025 Washington Street, Boston, Mass., 02119, attention WBCALP 102.9 FM. If you would like to arrange a time for your own commentary, call WBCA at 617-708. 3241 or email us at radio at bnntv.org.